Amy Ingerbretson here, professional skier, dog mom, cat lover, podcaster, and your host for Warren Miller Entertainment's Long Underwear. In this podcast, we are sitting down with world-class athletes and industry legends. Nothing is off limits except for one rule. After introductions, there are no more mentions of skiing or snowboarding allowed. We are stripping off the layers and getting to know the skiers and riders underneath the gear. Welcome to Long Underwear. Winter vacation is calling. The Icon Pass unlocks powder playdates, breathtaking views, and unique mountain adventures across the world. It's not too late to have the ultimate winter vacation. Drop in now. Last chance to buy is December 12th. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Long Underwear. My name is Amy Ingerbretson, of course, and today on the podcast, I have, I don't know, the coolest guest ever, Glenn Flake. Welcome to Long Underwear. <laughs> Thanks. Woo-hoo. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm glad it worked out. This is cool. Yes, I'm so happy you're here. Um, you guys are catching us in Salt Lake City. We're here for the premiere of Timeless, presented by Volkswagen. Glenn and I were at the show last night. Yep. Got a lot of good energy. Yeah, that was cool. I hadn't seen it, so it's fun for me, too, to go to see the film because it's the first time I'd ever seen it. It was the first time I got to see it, too. It's yeah. super fun. So it's like, all oh, right. You know, yeah. you think, oh, yeah, I mean, you're there. You know the moments that were captured, but you have no idea how they end up putting them together. That's always that's always <laughs> the part of it as an athlete that I think the viewers don't always understand. No, uh-uh. Not but, at all. Um, so, obviously, we My section was the best. So well, it was us at it was- first. <laughs> Your section was the best except for the Bella Coola segment, just saying. <laughs> no, it was cool to see. They dug out a lot of cool footage. Yeah, you, know, you got some neat. bling on your it teeth. Was, yeah, I didn't notice bling, that. I've always had bling on my teeth. Oh, that's cool. I many, want many one. Years. Mm-hmm. Oh, jealous. Okay, bling on my teeth. New, new, I get to my to-do <laughs> list. list. So we don't really talk about skiing on this podcast. We're going to talk about it for just a second. And it's kind okay. of hard to talk about skiing with you for just a second because you're, I don't know probably the most famous skier ever you're in the hall of fame you know um but i think i want what i want to ask is i know you you had the chance to work with warren miller when warren miller was actually a part of it yeah and i want to know like what was your never on snow or anything with him but definitely went to premiere when he was in the on you know he was there as part of it so just in light of the 70th anniversary and stuff what was something that stuck out to you about warren that was you remembered you valued was important to your career like, what was it about Warren that, that still... I think you got Yeah, I think that, like myself, I've been doing it a long time. And however we operate or however it makes... However we make our lives possible in, in the industry, you know, Warren definitely, uh, you know, was committed to that and did it for a very, very long time. And I think, again, even when, when I was present when he was at one of the films, it was, you know... Uh, towards the end of his of his time in the in and sure. around the films, but you know it was still there. It was at the Portland show of of all places, oh, cool. which I believe used to be their premiere, if yeah. I remember right. Yeah. Um, you know, and he was there, uh, you know, doing his thing, and um, and I think that commitment that so many of us make uh, to be a part of the ski industry, whether it's a ski shop owner or a skier or a filmmaker, you know, we're kind of into this, in this for, for the long run. Absolutely. If, if we're going, if we're here for very long at all, then we've definitely, yeah. we, we've been in it for the long run and he was definitely, you know, there. He did it his whole life. Know, for his whole life, you know, and, and, um, and which is great about skiing in general, right? I mean, it is, you know, life sentences. I make the joke. You know, um, <laughs> Someone asked me yeah. some question like that last night at the show and like, what's the best part of skiing? And I was like, the fact that you can do it forever. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I always and say that like the reason I'm even able to do what I do is because of Warren. So. Yeah. 
and you you can do it forever at your capacity too. Right. It is not any lesser or greater than you're doing it for the wherever it fits you at that point. It's kind of cool actually. Yeah. You know whether it's a I was talking to a kid today, you know, pro free rider and got busted up and hadn't skied for three years. Well, now he's, you know, met a girl and he's got, you know, children and now all of a sudden skiing's the biggest part totally of their life thing. again. Yeah. You know, because of the, because his kids are doing it. That's, yeah. You know, completely cool. It's awesome. The look you see on a four-year-old's face on skis is yeah, the same yeah. look you see on an 80-year-old's face yeah. when they're no, on skis. It's so, so true, huh? So true. <laughs> Absolutely. All ages show. Well, it was awesome to have you in the film this year and I just, you know, kind of curious what's it like to be in the film now versus i mean it's been a while since you've been in a warren miller film yeah and it's cool to obviously cool to have you back i think it's cool to watch everybody has an undying excitement for you and what you represent to skiing <laughs> yeah, like we're trying just... to sign posters last night and there's like three kids and there's like 70 people <laughs> waiting for you. <laughs> yeah i mean i just i have fun doing what i do and and i think the uh, yeah, people want to have, be associated with that in one way or shape or form, and and uh, I've been lucky. I you know my career came about way before any sort of social media or anything like that, so um, it's a bit genuine, I guess. Um, you know, I truly have a relationship somehow or another to the people that watch me ski on the films, yeah. and or have watched me ski on the films, or now have made their children watch me ski. <laughs> <on the films. laughs> Nice. No, it's super cool. <laughs> well, it translates, and that's definitely and, and why. And so you to have... be in it, it's a great opportunity. I love it. I love skiing. I love my, you know, skiing in the films. I think it's neat to, uh, you know, if you go back all the way to the beginning of the ski films back in, you know, in the '40s or whatever, um, you know, it's that moment to live vicariously, uh, you know, through the skier that what he did that winter, or she did that winter, or what that group of people did that winter, and it, it, you know, it's for the people that you know live in the cities or whatever to to go, wow, you know, and, and you can feel it and dream it and be a part of it. Yeah. And that it's that simple. It really hasn't changed much mm -hmm. at all. And skis change a little bit, you know, whatever techniques change, but that that is still exactly the same. doesn't matter if it's now or a long time ago or probably a long time from now. Yeah. yeah it's, and that it's, was so it was vision. nice to be, it was cool to get the phone call and go, hey, you want to ski? I said, absolutely. Yeah. I, I wish it wasn't the first day of winter and we were a little more tuned up, but that's another story. That's all right. <laughs> Out. Every, everybody will see it and they'll be the it's wish cool. that they were in the monasteries with it's you. Cool. Well, um, okay, so let's not talk about skiing anymore. It's called that, the S that's word. Fine. I can we don't say not it. Talk about it. There's like some sort of penalty if you say the S word, and we're not exactly clear what that penalty is, but there, there's consequences there for your actions. Just know that. Okay. So, okay. That's good. We need more of that. <laughs> <laughs> we are in the no S word part of the podcast. Okay. I wanted to start with kind of, I want to know. You, my understanding is you live in two places, and I want to know what it's yes. like living in those two places from the idea of first tell us where you live, but I want to hear about the cultural differences between the two places you okay. live when you're off the hill and you're not doing the S word. So I live in two places. I live uh, just outside of Reno, Nevada, mm -hmm. and I live in Chamonix, France. Mm -hmm. Culturally, for me... Like, those are two such different places. <laughs> <laughs> like... Yeah, they are. <laughs> and I try to keep it that way. Right. I have friends that uh, come visit me in Europe and they're like, um, You're south, where south is everything? <laughs> like, dude, where is everything? Because um, I'll admit, I probably have, I don't know, 20 vehicles in my yard right now, maybe 30. In your Nevada. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a lot of vehicles. You 20 know, um, vehicles. You know, I just got, I mean, I got a bunch Your of property and I have a bunch of 
I have a big shop and a big barn and whatever. And, and, um, it's kind of like ranch life out there. Uh, no doubt about it. Yeah. It's ranch life out there. You know? Yeah. I have, Which is kind of like this American dream. Yeah. <laughs> People always come to the shop and they're like, you have semi trucks. <laughs> I'm like, yep. <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> Where, um, in Europe, I don't, I have my, you know, <laughs> I have some climbing gear and yeah. I have my bicycles. That That's the biggest distraction I have over there. Um, but um, culturally for me, um, in America, one of my favorite parts of my life and all the activities about my life, for the most part, happen below 6,000 feet. Okay. In And this, these are general terms. Uh-huh. In Europe, my life is is all about life above 6,000 feet. In America, we jump on dirt bikes and go water skiing and and go jeeping and we do all these different things because we have somehow or another decided that the mountains are not something that we're allowed to play in. They're something that we're supposed to, you know, not touch and in. we got to save them for generations to come. And this <laughs> is a wilderness area and you're not a da 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 da. In Europe, it's completely opposite. Right. The mountains are like. Let's get people up there and let them go crazy. Yeah. At the same time, you can't put your boat on the water. Right. Where in America, I put the boat on the water every day. I don't yes. care. Yeah. You know, we do whatever. Um, half the time, we don't even take the time to register our boats because yeah. the coppers aren't even going to be out there. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, that is a really different. So the, the way we're, you we're use completely land. different in our land use. Mm-hmm. But you get to use it both ways. And then. so I keep my life separate. Yeah. When I'm in when I'm in Europe, I live that life. And when I'm in Europe, in the US, while I certainly do a lot of different activities that are mountain related, um, I um uh the things that I have access to and the liberties that I have here are more appropriate below five or six thousand feet. And I love it. I take advantage of it. I like it. Yeah. Sounds sounds like yeah. a lot of balance. Yeah, no, it's super fun. <laughs> And then um, my life in Chamonix is definitely more metro related because mm-hmm. I am in Centreville and Chamonix is a little city um, where, you know, my house in Nevada, you know, there's, I don't have power. I, I have wild horses we, for neighbors. We have a lot of wild horses, actually. Um, we, you know, we've been on solar for over 30 years. There's wow. no roads, no water, no nothing going to or from the place. Um, yeah, we're in the middle of nowhere. Technically, awesome. I, I tell everybody all the time when they leave, hey, you get somewhere, make sure you call us. <laughs> it's like our, our farewell when people come out to visit. No, it's a place that I um, I thoroughly enjoyed um, going for vacations when we were kids. And one windy afternoon, I said, it'd be cool to have some property out here. And lo and behold, uh, the, that became uh, a place where we built our home. And then me and Kimberly thought we were going to have family. And we ultimately didn't have a family, but... Um, um, that was where we were going to kind of raise them, I guess, or certainly start off. And um, sounds like now you have anyways, a place yeah, where you guys are that's just that, kids the two, Because people have a really hard time understanding. Whether it's my friends from Europe coming to, yeah. to the U.S. going, what? What is what? this? Yeah. <laughs> and, and vice versa. Yeah. Well, um, to me, I get it. It sounds like the dream world in both scenarios. No, it's pretty funny. All um, right. So next question. Glenn, what would you say is your best quality outside of your accomplishments in the S world sphere? What's your best quality as a human being? I I guess I'm I guess Kimberly would be a better person to answer this, but uh, <laughs> I'm a loving husband. No, <laughs> no, um, no uh, yeah, I, I'm. I'd like to. I, I'm. 
I'm giving, I guess. I I'm, I'm I want to share. I want to I want I want people to be better than they than they can be or the best they can be. I think. Yeah. You know. I like yeah, that. I'm pretty proud of that for sure. You know, I'm willing to. Yeah. I guess that would be Loving, it. my my giving, quality. Elevating. Trying to be. And a great you know, husband. Trying to be. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's it, I, I I try to be nice to people. Um, that's a good that's, start. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i was told years ago when uh i was just my career was just debuting and i was i was actually um um at a nascar race and richard petty wow uh, i'm walking through the pits with my mohawk up and someone goes hey the king wants to talk to you and i'm like what who and they're like <laughs> the king you know king richard and i was all wow oh, like that king <laughs> Okay. And they bring me into his holler and he didn't know who I was. He just, just saw my funny hat and you know, that I was wearing, you know, my hairdo. My hawk was up and he's like, you know, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm a skier. I do this. I do that. And I'm this. And he goes, you like you doing what you're doing? And I go, yeah, I really do. I and mean, that's what I do. Yeah. You, know? I mean, you race cars, right? Yeah. So yeah. He goes. And then like, he was nice and he was very cordial. And, and then, was, and then he goes, well, keep doing what you're doing. And, uh, Smile and and be nice to people. Those are two thing, two pretty easy things to do. That right from the king. And that was like that's it. And it was like <laughs> I like didn't that. Say nothing else. Smile and, I was like, and be nice. Whoa, okay, trippy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then when you look back at uh, somebody like that's career, who's not only had incredible success in the career its own right, but you know, really had major contact to generations of people. Right, a really strong connection you know, with and, people. And, uh, you know, wasn't afraid to, to to know, I guess, where he came from and be nice to people and, and, oh, yeah. and inquired about them. And so I, I tend to try to live that if, you know. Well, that's a good source for some For the most part. Well. So yeah, the answer, I guess that's yeah. it. I try to help. I'm not afraid Start to Start by being nice. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, okay, next question. <laughs> kind of... Could could go a lot of ways here. Uh, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Uh, clones. 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 You would clone yourself. Oh gosh, I'd have <laughs> a dozen of them. <laughs> what would they all do? Stuff. Stuff. <laughs> but so would you have consciousness? No, collective consciousness, or like I have the consciousness. Yeah, so it's all in you. But, but then all you're the clones out are out doing time. stuff. Gosh, they could do all the cool things that I, you know, that I don't necessarily have time to do. Like one could be. Working on my Jeep right now, and well, you're here one could be to sitting me. here doing this, and another one could be signing you know, posters at the premiere. <laughs> it's all like, yeah, no, it'd be great. And then the wow. other one could be heading to Mexico next week, and I mean, and now because I'm already heading to Mexico, I'm heading to Prague next week. Then I got to go to Mexico. I got it. Oh, that's terrible. Poor you. And then I go back to skiing. And if you had clones, you'd just be like, we're doing it everywhere. Yeah, we're doing it all. It's a fantastic answer that I have not heard. So I, I love it when I'm surprised. Yeah, no, you. Have like again, it all goes to my. It's my brain. Your okay, brain. I'm the just man. Like... They're the clones. <laughs> I love it. It'd be so rad. <laughs> all right, Glenn. Like, hey, you want to do that? Uh, yeah, for sure. Hang on, I'll send one. Yeah, you know, I've got one. Because there's but so many cool all, things like, you want to do, benefits. right? Yeah. There's so many cool things you want to do, and like you know, you got other things you might have to there's be doing or should be doing, day. and clone. I like it. I, I kind of want to clone now too. I, I do. Tell okay. I'd Next. sign up tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, 
I'm in. I'm doing it. Um, next question. Our next question is actually our POW question. So it's presented by Protect Our Winners, which is this awesome foundation that myself and Warren Miller are affiliated with. Okay. If you guys at home don't know them, go check them out. But uh, our POW question is, if you could ask all humans to do one thing right now to make the world a better place, mm -hmm. what would it be? Huh. Um, <laughs> to make the world a better place. I stumped you. No, I just, there's so many things. There's so many asks, right. So many things. But maybe things. the first I mean, thing you think of right now. Education. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> let's get all educated. help make people smarter in one way or another. And, yeah. And, 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 and I mean, general education, not like what you want to teach them. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's, um, yeah, uh, be more aware. I guess be more aware. I think that's I think the biggest, biggest thing is just awareness of anything. Mm -hmm. uh, regardless of a topic, so people are so quick to take sides on different things right now. And it's like, yeah, are you really aware of what you're even talking about? Yeah. You know, before or you start even talking aware of about yourself, it, you know, I know I've lived in 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 my own generated home. So when people start talking, let's say solar to me, I'm like, you start talking, I'm going to listen and I'm going to yeah. tell you what really happens. Yeah. You know, um, um, because you don't know, you yeah. don't have a clue. You think, you know, yeah. you think you're aware, but you're really not. Um. And with that said, uh, I think a lot of things could be uh, answered if people just took the time to be aware of it, not strike up an opinion so much as maybe do a little, find out what's kind of what we're actually talking about a little bit. Yeah. Um. You know, electricity speaking, you know, where does it come from? Mm -hmm. Certainly not just the wall. Yeah. <laughs> But everybody thinks it just comes out of the wall, right? A lot of people just don't. A lot of people just don't think about it. So, so. at least be aware of it. Yeah, you know? awareness. Just, uh, just a little bit of awareness, I regardless of the answer. topic. If it's whether it's something you don't understand, maybe find out why you don't understand it before you say, "Oh, that's stupid." Yeah. Or maybe it's not stupid. Yeah. You know. I like that awareness. Everybody could use a little bit more. Yeah. Just and um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. All right, this Become is kind of a little bit, yeah. Just uh, and and we have to tolerate too with awareness too, you know. Well, if you're aware, that fosters tolerance. Yeah, I then think. you go, okay, cool. Oh, I totally get it. I'm not into it, but I get it. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever. Or yeah. I understand that. Understand because if it was some with a certain amount of awareness, then you're probably going to get some understanding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. All right, this this is more of like a little bit of a goofy question. Okay. Mr. Plake, do you have any guilty pleasures? <laughs> I collect junk. <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> it really sounds like it. That's, yeah. I, I, I believe you. Lots of junk. So you've got semis, it. you've got, did you say 40 vehicles? Probably. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, that's, I don't even know how many All boats. I do not know or? how many boats I have. That's, that's, that's a ridiculous not statement. Not one of them is probably worth more than a couple thousand bucks, but I don't have any money. I have no idea how many I have. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> So yeah, okay. I'm a bit of a, um, I have some friends of mine who want to start an Instagram page of just like them all like stoked that it's not in their yard anymore. And yeah. me like all stoked that look at the in junk I collected. No, um, my close friends call me Sanford as in like Sanford and son. Yeah. <laughs> if any of you that actually watched antenna television, I think you can catch it in the <laughs> afternoons, but it was an old TV show about a junkyard guy. All right. <laughs> Junk collector. <laughs> that would probably be my guilty pleasure. I get what I want. Yeah. That's I mean, my, that sounds That's my that guilty nice. pleasure. But junk, junk. I don't sometimes want that great Junk hoarding is like, yeah. My, my, my wants aren't that high. <laughs> but I, 
Try to get what I want. All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come. I want to come see your junk collection. It's pretty funny. Well, yeah. I live in Truckee, so it's not too far. Oh yeah, you're right there. Um, okay, so now we're gonna have some listener questions. I pulled some social mediaers and I asked them what they wanted to know about you. And essentially, everybody just wanted to know about your mohawk, which I kind of was gonna steer away from that concept because I feel like, sure, that's like in your life, word. we've like Should've talked about that no a lot. <laughs> And so I kind of narrowed it down. Like everybody wants to know about your hair products. And it's like, I, to my understanding, there's some Jello. Someone someone mentioned that you put wood glue in your no. hair. No, no wood glue. So that's so we answered. We debunked the that. Simple answer is Knox gelatin. Okay. So that's the hair product. That's it. Um, you don't have to go to Sephora. So that's nice. Nope. And I've, I've, um, I've often thought that Procter, Procter Gamble would be the ultimate endorsement. And I could be like on like daytime TV shows, like in between like <laughs> GH and and whatever the heck was playing and giving like cooking tips and stuff. Yeah. Nobody could see that. You didn't, didn't quite connect those dots. Nobody could see it the way I did. Proctor Gamble, pay attention. um, Yeah. Um, Especially with like the whole food network showing up and everything. I mean, I was way ahead of my time, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think so. It didn't work out. But so more specific (laughs) on the Mohawk front, um, I'm kind of like generalizing because basically all the questions were about it. Mm -hmm. Um, two, Two simple questions. Um, it's my understanding that the hawk isn't always up. No, what is the criteria up. for the hawk to be up? Like, in, like by the way, you guys, it's up right now. So, I, like, it's I feel, up right I feel, now. I don't think it's no, for my it's, podcast, but I, don't, I feel um, special. <laughs> I don't, uh, I put it up when I want and put it up for whatever dumb reason. Okay, so yeah, it's just I, I, you feel people it. People always, in fact, if you don't want that, if, if you don't, if, if you someone don't like, like flat out, like, can you put your mohawk up? It's always definitely no. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um. That, uh, yeah, for whatever. It's like, it definitely, like, I try to put it up when people aren't necessarily expecting it to be up. And they're like, whoa, he's got his mohawk up. No way, cool. <laughs> so, um, because, um, you know, I don't, yeah. Yeah, my other question To is, be honest, um, I'm not that young anymore. <laughs> I mean, I, I love, I love who she I am and what I am. Bits. And I'm perfectly happy with my age and everything else and the abilities that I have. But, um I think it is funny that that I have someone my age is walking around with a mohawk up. <laughs> Fortunately, most people are like, "Hey, Blake, what's up?" Yeah. So um, that's cool. But yeah. um, I'm and sure I'm fine. And I love punking it up because um, it just makes people ask questions. Right. Like, what oh, the cool. heck? Or they, who the heck? Or so. And I think I think in general, mohawk up in general I think punk rock in general simply made people ask questions it's like a curiosity thing curiosity um, is one of my so, favorite um, values and I think uh so yeah yesterday I woke up and you just felt like the told Kimberly, go let's put the hawk up it's 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 Warren Miller premieres be a bunch of people there it'll be fun come on let's go nice. so up it goes and here it is all right I like it the hawk goes up when the hawk wants to mm-hmm. go up. yeah for sure nowadays um, I think the last time was fourth of July or something oh Huh. Yeah. Well, I feel special. It's up. If it's going to be comfortable, it's sometimes it's not the most comfortable hairstyle. I can only imagine. <laughs> so we, we were you watching know, you, you gotta, get out of the car, and we're like, "How do you got to hang upside down at night?" I mean, it's friggin' nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, are you a vampire? Or do you have a mohawk? <laughs> Um, okay, so Jeffrey DK wants to know, he, he knows that you're into um, off-road racing. Yes. And he has a specific question about your off-road racing. He okay. wants to know, are you faster than JT Holmes? Uh, certainly in the last races, yeah, for Ooh. sure. We, we, run a, uh, we run a different class. Right. Yeah, so right. It's, it's hard to say because yeah, we, we run a different class. I'm in a full-size vehicle. Yeah. And he's running, I think JT's running UTVs. He is, yeah. 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 He's still awesome. running UTVs, so yeah. 
So yes, the answer by, is by yes. Class, yes. By I'm class, yes. I'm a faster yes. vehicle. I like that. Simple answer. Um, <clears throat> then kind of a random question. Ski Rockwell wants to know, do you own Pit Viper sunglasses? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the answer is yeah. Okay, cool. I have a pair. Cool. Moving on. <laughs> Ski Rockwell, yeah. Um, okay, so we're at the party. Funny of the guys, sh- actually. I gotta add, they're, <laughs> they're great, awesome. great crew. They're so funny. They're awesome, and they're getting into NASCAR now, which is funny. Really? Yeah. I, I really don't know in what capacity, but how funny. We can all explore. I'll oh, we'll have to hook up. And yeah. Go, go Motorhead out. Yeah, totally. Um, okay, so this part of the podcast, we do this kind of game on every show, and it's something like I kind of do in my life. Okay. It's called two highs and a low. So I want to know two highs, one low of the last year of your life, and of course, it can't. In the last year. In the last year. But it can't have to do, like, you can't say, oh, my segment with Warren Miller. Like, it can't be about the S word. Right. So something in your personal life or whatever. First thing that comes to your mind. People try to overthink this one. Two highs and a low. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It can't be about skiing. Mm -mm. I can't. I can't at all. No. No, no, no. Those are our obvious highs. No, no, no. Absolutely. I was going to say, we had some great tours last year. Yeah. That was cool. Um, But they were more than just like a day or something. It was just, it was everything about it was a high. Um, Let's see. uh, Two high. What have I done this year? Some cool things I know. Um, A new piece of junk, maybe. Yeah. Actually, yeah. (laughs) That was a high. We got a new cab over. That was cool. (laughs) Yeah, that was a high. I got to admit. Okay, flat out. Okay, we're going down that road. Yeah. um, I bought a brand new, not a brand new, (laughs) I got a new cab over Freightliner semi truck. I mean, if I had. It's pretty cool, like old school flat nose (laughs) cab over, like hay haulers, like first one to the wreck cab over style, not long nose Pete. Yeah. Flat, like Like you're the one. one. So that was really fun. It is still fun. We drive it around just to go drive it around. Like, okay. like it's funny because like Kimberly's like, you know, like we go to dinner. We're like, all right, let's take the cab over. Let's go. <laughs> we jump in. We're jamming gears. It's a ten-speed big cam. Wow, it's freaking cool. That sounds it's like a high. Super cool. A l- literally a large high. Yeah, and yeah. it's so big inside there. It makes you want like truck drivers in the eighties and seventies and like when cab overs were kind of the king of mm-hmm. the road because it was all about length rules and you weren't allowed to um have trucks that were so long, so they had to be under 65 feet. So the manufacturers made cab overs to get rid of the big long noses. Well, you can't, there's no, you never stand up in a cab over. Mm-hmm. There's like, even in the sleeper, it's only, you only kneel around and stuff. And the funny thing is to get up into a cab over. I tell people all the time, like, come on up into the cab over. And they get up in there. I'm like, okay, get out of the cab over. And they're, they're like, like, how? How? <laughs> I'm like, well, you got to back up and you got to grab the bar and you got to kind of Tarzan around and don't slip. Yeah. Because you'll fall yeah. six feet to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. And then, uh, you know, driving semis is actually really fun. Yeah. It's super I believe, fun. I and it. nailing all the gears. And I, don't, I don't really have experience in no. the <laughs> If you can it. I have driven a tractor once. Nailing all the gears is super fun. So anyways, yeah, yeah. We, okay. we drive it around like it's our car. I mean, that's So hilarious. yeah, buying the cab was super fun. Um, I, yeah, race, I guess it's a high. We had some really good race stuff this year. Yeah. Being involved in some of the races. Uh, we won good the 500 this you. year. Oh, you won the 500? Yeah, so that was, um, the, the- that was neat. Awesome. Yeah, the Baja 500. I mean, obviously that's a Trophy high. truck spec, which is, a, you know, it's not that we didn't OA, but even in the process of our win, we were 16th overall. Okay. Um, so that, that's a that's really a respectable huge. finish. Congratulations. So be a part of that. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Um, lows. Oh, just one. Just one low. 
Hmm. It's a a good sign if it's hard to think of a low. Yeah, no, I don't really have a whole bunch of like low, like, oh, trying to think. (laughs) No, even like I'm trying to think of a low that was actually really funny. Turned out to be a great high. Uh, <laughs> we can we can circle back to it if it comes to you. I'll work on the lows. Yeah. Well, hmm. we can kind of take it. So now, so I ask everybody that comes on the podcast. I ask you this to think of one awesome story that doesn't involve the S word. And so I want like just I want your story. I know you said you have so many stories. Oh but just my like, gosh! Yeah. Tell me your story. I want a Glenn Plake non S word story. From like yesterday. Or from, from literally <laughs> any time ever. Just think of like, hey, I've got this crazy story that sometimes is fun to tell. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Two on the spot. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm trying to, th- see, I'm, I go so fast in so many places in such a short amount of time that it's hard for me to think back more than a week or two. <laughs> did, did anything happen in the last couple of weeks? Yeah. Anything so, funny um, or weird or? Yeah, I mean, so two weeks ago, I drove a vehicle out of, um, God, I have so many crazy, really funny stories, and now I can't think of some. Sorry. Um, anyways, two weeks ago, I drove a vehicle out of Mexico, and I went um, a whopping um, 535 miles at no faster than 30 miles an hour. No. And I wasn't off-road. <laughs> what were you driving, a Barbie Jeep? So, like- pretty, it might as well have been. <laughs> I offered to exchange a vehicle for my father's neighbor down in Mexico. My dad's got a place down there. And so I get it and I I go down there. I'm going to transfer one, simply take the one out of the garage and put the other one in the garage and then, you know, carry on my very, my way and head north. And it's okay. And nobody's around. I'm just doing this car transfer. Okay, cool. And so I'm doing my thing and I get down there and I get it going and I check all the fluids and everything's pretty cool. And I start driving in a way and I'm going to be, you know, off I go. And it should take me about six and a half hours to get to the border. Ultimately, it took me over 26 hours to get to the border. But um, And an extra day. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, I get about two hours from my dad's house, which does include like an hour and a half on a dirt road. And then uh-huh. all of a sudden the temperature light goes on. And I'm like, oh, oh, shoot, hang on. So away we go and I, I'm a mechanic. So I'm trying to take care of the vehicle and this and that. And at the same time, I'm trying to like still, like I'm still trying to maintain forward progress, but I don't even have any tools with me. I don't definitely don't have any water. I'm I'm middle of Baja and I'm, I've got, almost 250 miles where I will not see another car. I guarantee I won't see another car because I was kind of taking this shortcut to get through. Anyways, um, oh shoot, okay, go back to Safe Harbor. <laughs> back to my dad's house. I realized, okay, thermostat must be plugged up. We're gonna do this, da 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 And I get it all going again and I finally sleep for the first time in three nights because it was the day after the race and that's another story, but I hadn't slept in like three days. <laughs> so I finally have a good night of sleep. We're gonna make some good decisions here. Yep. All right. Cool. Test out. We're driving around in some sand washes. This thing's not going to heat up. I'm out of here. Head of the border. This time I got like a hundred miles from my dad's place when the light comes on. Well, now I'm kind of like, oh, okay, hang on. It's going to be like three hours to go back. I'm not even sure what my option. And the whole idea of this thing was to bring this vehicle back from Mexico, not to leave the one, not to not take to the leave, one that yeah. I took down back into Mexico yeah. or back out. Right. Get it going. Okay. If it made it this far, 
then technically I could sit here for about an hour, let it all cool down. And by the way, now I do in fact have water in a toolbox because I know that this right. journey may, this, things are not perfect anymore. Right. My, my situation has changed, definitely go on some, some, uh, some, some sort of a defense here. <laughs> Wait a minute, so if it went this far, well then why couldn't I just sit here for another hour or two and, and go that far much again. farther again? Oh, <laughs> and man. That would be, okay, so I rode out, I'm thinking, okay, I got to get to Punta Prieta, then I'll get to El Crucero, then I'm on that dirt road for like 60 miles, I'm not going to go fast there anyways, then we get to Gonzaga, and then we, yeah, perfect, it's going to work, I'm not going to go back to my dad's place, I'm going to continue to go forward, and the cap popped again like 10 miles later. And it got to the point where I figured out that there was this equilibrium and I had no gauge. All I had was this light that come on and then the radiator cap popping. But I figured out that if I could drive 30 miles an hour, I could actually maintain some sort of movement. So I did and I drove and I had the windows down and cause I had turned on the heater a lot even though it was 95 right. degrees to try to take some of the temperature out of the motor. And I drove and and there I was, you know, as the bag of window. Like I'm going somewhere, along. but don't necessarily <laughs> have to be anywhere. <laughs> Honestly, that like sounds like my worst it was, nightmare. And that yeah. sounds like an incredibly large favor. <laughs> and I just kept cruising along. And it reminded me actually when I was a kid, when it used to take us two or three days to go to Mexico. Yeah. Where now, you know, we do the trip in six, seven hours, got these modern vehicles, roads are pretty good. And and I'm like, no, so, this is just so kind of like it. old school Baja. This is cool. You can really I don't mind this. It. Jam along, jam along. I finally get it. I get it to San Felipe. Things are looking pretty good. I'm actually going to have some dinner. Yeah, things are, I'm going to hit the border at 2 o'clock. Um, there's my low. I just found my low. I knew it would happen. And I hit the border <laughs> at 2.30 in the morning, which is going to work out fine because I'm going to try to milk it to my buddy's place in Joshua Tree where maybe I can put a new radiator because I've obviously got some issues. And I'm going to skate across the border. There's not going to be any traffic. This will be awesome. Yeah, it's the middle of the night. Whose vehicle is this? Oh, no. Uh, it's my, it's Bob Albrecht's vehicle. Who's, who's Bob? He's a friend of my father's. Oh, okay. So what do you, why do you have it? Well, um, I'm transferring it. Uh, it's been down there. Um, yeah, straight to secondary. I sat in secondary for two and a half hours at 2.30 in the morning after driving for 29 hours straight at 30 miles an hour. <laughs> because I had a stolen vehicle, apparently. <laughs> so that was my low point. I haven't been in the incarceration or any feeling of incarceration in a heck of a long time. And there I was in the stupid border with the dang border patrols thinking I'm some sort of a criminal. I'm like, get on the dang internet, put my name in there, put his name in there, put anybody's name in there. What are you doing? Leave me alone. I've and never <laughs> felt more naughty than when I've been stuck in customs. Oh my gosh. Like, they make you feel and like you're a criminal and you know you're not, but like. And so do you trust Mr. Albrecht? Yeah, he's my dad's buddy. <laughs> Well, we don't trust anybody in our line of work. Oh, yeah. well, that's your problem. What did you beat up on you in school? I mean, why are you? Oh, my gosh. Anyways, there's my low. I was stuck in the border two weeks ago. Uh, with And and do they give you the benefit? Do they even come and ask? Like, no. hey. And so, anyways, I asked to get worse. I have a, um, my cousins ha gave me a loaner plate to put on the vehicle just in case there was some registration issues, which allows me to travel with it legally. And as they're searching the car, they find this friggin' loaner oh, no. plate. And they're like, what is this? And I'm like, it's a loaner plate. Oh, who's loaner plate? Oh, oh my God. Yeah. 
That sounds horrible. Two and a half hours later, they're, okay, you can go. Well, and then yeah, eventually so you made it to so, the destination. And yeah, but now instead of like more? going, oh yeah, because now I've crossed <laughs> the border. I'm still, I got to get from Mexicali to Joshua Tree. And that involves a slight Hill. little trip with some pretty good hills. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going up hills, but at five miles an hour. <laughs> Please, 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 please. No, for, before that, I get on the I-10. I can go 30. It's rush hour traffic now. I was trying to get there at like 5 a.m. I wouldn't have been bothering nobody. But now it's like 9.30, <laughs> driving all over. And now I get to the hill, and I'm going to pull out of Joshua Tree. I'm pulling into Yucca, and I'm literally, I got the fan on. And so in the in Mexico, when the cap blew, it was no big deal. I sat there and hang out, okay? Yeah, yeah. In America, if the cap blows, you know how many cops are going to be all over me running oh. plates and what'd you do this? I'm all ragged, all vagabundo style, been in Mexico for 10 days. Anyways, I made it. You did make it. <laughs> I made Sounds it. Sounds like the road trip from My hell. dad was laughing. They were all, I have one of these trackers, you know, I'm like, I'm track me. And they're like, this is better than the race. I can't believe you're still <laughs> moving. Like, what an idiot. <laughs> I think the moral of that story is that your best quality is patience. Yeah, because that's impressive. Stubborn. Uh, yeah, stubborn I, or patient. I race the the five hundred eight bicycle race as much as I can, which is a big endurance race. And um, uh, I got caught out one time. I made a bit of a mistake in my body, and I shut down for almost two hours. And the medics came, and and they said. Um, is he all right? I mean, does, does that man need medical attention? <laughs> and my cousin's like, yeah, he's going to be fine. He's way too stupid and stubborn to stop. <laughs> and sure enough, I got back on the bike and rode another 24 hours, actually, after that, in that incident. But um, no, so the story keeps going. <laughs> I, I, don't, I can't believe it. I get it. home. <laughs> I get to my buddy's shop. New radiator, new water pump, new all these different things. And it's a really cool little Cherokee XJ that I've always wanted for years and years and years and only has $84,000 or 84,000 miles on it. And uh, it, I own it now, actually. So you got it. So then it comes back to <laughs> yeah, another high. You got a new piece of junk. Because um, that's my other high was I got my XJ. And... Um, <laughs> um, and well, I had a mechanic's lean on it, so he sure. had to, he had to cut a good price. <laughs> sure. Anyways. Well, that was for for not thinking you had a story. That was a heck oh my of a gosh, story. it was so funny. Best that story so of the podcast. Well, well, thanks. <laughs> we of course talk long. We knew we were going to. We're supposed to go to a movie premiere here. In yeah, Florida we are right supposed now, to so go. Let's wrap Sorry. it up. Okay. Glenn, first of all, thank you so much for with pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Where can people continue to follow you? Uh, I have Instagram. Is that the, the best that's place? That's it. I don't. Is it I at Glenn Plank? It's uh, Glenn Plake. Cool. Uh, my wife's Kimberly Plake, and then... Kimberly's um, awesome, by the way. Follow her, too. And then Kimberly's Jeep, which kind of has its life as its own, is Emmy the Green Machine, and those are all three funny ways to get a hold of us. Um, other than that, uh, I have a phone number. You can call me. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't give out your phone number here. Too far. Um, but, no, I'm, I'm out and about. I'm, I'm a bit hands-on. I'm, I'm definitely a live show. And so, uh, yeah, hopefully run into somebody well, everywhere. I hope all the listeners- somebody. Find yeah, you somewhere along this sure. crazy road. I don't Facebook. Do you I'm sorry. know what other shows this fall of Timeless you're going to be at? Yeah, I'm going to Chicago next weekend. Oh, jealous. I went to school in Chicago. Yeah. Fun. I'm going to go to Chi Town. And later and, on in the fall? Um, They're talking about some others, um, okay, but I well, know I'm going to Chicago. They can stay tuned to your social media and find out where they can yeah, catch you. Yeah, absolutely. I've got to go to a, um, but yeah, no, Instagram, we're relatively active on that, you know, when, when things are doing, um, yeah. All right, the gram. I'm, I'm all over the dang place, so I we try to let people see that. 
Cool. Yeah. That, that's what it's there for. Well, thank you, Glenn, so much. This was awesome. Thank this you, was funny, guys. as I knew have it was going a, to be. Have a great winter. Yes. Everybody, and, and, and next year, too, and the year after that. Everybody yeah. have great winters for forever. Yeah, How about? Yeah, for sure. And thank you guys all for and, listening. And let's get some clones going. Let's all get clones. <laughs> And let's clone ourselves and go to all. See, then we could go to all the Warren Miller stops of Timeless and see ever, everybody. Yeah, what was that? Like, wasn't there a Schwarzenegger movie, like a clone movie? I'm or not something? like a big Arnold fan, I'm not, so you're. I, with I the saw wrong a parody of it. It was, okay. I think, really funny. I'll have to look it up. All right, we'll, we'll Google okay. that. All right. For now, though, we'll see you guys somewhere <laughs> along the road this fall at a tour stop of Timeless presented by Volkswagen. This is Long Underwear. I'm Amy. You can find me at Amy Ski, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you. Take care. (laughs) This podcast was brought to you by Warren Miller Entertainment. Don't miss Timeless, presented by Volkswagen, premiering this fall. Travel the globe with athletes like myself, Amy Ingerbretson, as well as legends like Glenn Plake, Kate Zeliff, Marcus Kasten, Ian Morrison, Baker Boyd, and more. All moviegoers will receive access to discounted lift tickets, gear, and swag. Go to warrenmiller.com for more. Long Underwear was produced by me, Amy Ingerbretson, as well as Jesse Hackett and Jessica McGee from the Warren Miller Entertainment team. Follow Warren Miller ENT on social media to keep the good times rolling. What's going on, everyone? Hallie O'Brien here, host of the Emmy Award-winning Snow Report show presented by Ski Magazine. If you enjoyed this podcast, then you're going to love the Snow Report. We talk skiing, snowboarding, weather, gear, beer, and every episode is a guaranteed good time. Catch new shows on Tuesdays at SkiMag.com.